And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law. A show about faith in the law and in the marketplace. Featuring the partners from the law firm Mauk and Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mauk and Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Whit Brisky, an attorney and partner at the law firm of Mauk and Baker in Chicago. We are Christian attorneys who focus on serving the body of Christ with its legal needs. To learn more about us, go to MaukBaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com or calling 312-726-1243. Do you find the news is hard to trust with so much bias and unethical reporting? Do you turn it off because the news is all bad? Today we will discuss these issues with, with Mary Reichert, a journalist and legal affairs correspondent for World News Group. She is also a co-host of WNG's podcast called The World and Everything in It, which has been described as NPR from a Christian viewpoint. Mary, welcome to our show. Thanks for, it, for having me. I really, I really appreciate the invitation. Can you tell us more about your show and what you talk about? I mean, it's a pretty broad and ambitious uh, title. Well, it is, uh, but it's such a pleasure to be able to do it, and I think there is a need for it in the marketplace. Basically, the podcast is a 30-minute weekday program with the day's news, along with feature pieces and commentary from people like Andre Sue Peterson and Janie B. Cheney. These are talented wordsmiths. Um, my co-host is Nick Eicher, and both of us try to weave together a, a, a seamless web among all the stories on any given day. I cover every single argument the Supreme Court justices hear. I think we're the only outlet that uses audio from the courtroom. So listeners, you know, know and can recognize the justices in their own voices when I put those reports together. And as just as background, World's founder, Joel Bells, saw the need for Christian worldview journalism because he saw influences in our culture that lead people to being conformed to this world. I would say the most pervasive influence in the news media um, is that kind of mindset. I mean, you could argue that movies and music has the most influence over people, and that's true to an extent, but I think the news just bombards us every single day and reports that come, as we do, from a perspective of God is encouraging. It helps to transform. Uh, the, the secular worldview assumes all the problems in the world are man-made problems, and they're all solvable by man. Our view is that God is real, he is active and involved in our world, and so I'd say our journalism is about seeing things from the perspective of the creator and then help people articulate a biblical worldview to the news of the day. Uh, Mary, how can people find your show? It, very easy. Go to worldandeverything.org. That's worldandeverything.org. Um, we have the transcripts of the day up there if you're a person who likes to read, you know, go over things. But um, of the sound is there uh, every single day. The legal docket that I do, that's the segment that I do about the Supreme Court, airs on Monday. But we have regular uh, regular segments each 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 day of the week. So on Friday, we have John Stone Street, who kind of explains what's going on in the culture, things like that. So I, I think your listeners would, would find it enriching. Well, I'm, I'm a lawyer doing radio as sort of a sideline. 
uh, but you're a journalist who happens to be a lawyer by training. Uh, how does having mm-hmm. that legal background allow you to analyze the news better? Well, I would start by saying you don't have to have a law degree, obviously, to report on the news. But I find training as a lawyer has translated nicely to becoming a journalist. It helps to come at an issue with a skeptical mind. For example, um, when I read what other journalists have written, I'll have some verification questions in my head, such as, uh, does this person have an agenda? How does this person know this information? Does this person have conflicts of interest? Um, How deep is this person's knowledge of the subject that they're talking about? Every publication has a bias but does this one admit its bias up front so that I can consider those questions for myself? Now, my particular beat is the Supreme Court, as I mentioned. So I think having a law degree and having practiced law for a time makes it easier for me to understand the nuances of lawsuits and court procedure. And also knowing the law helps me to see the conflicts within it and, and understanding that those justices that sit up there, they're only human. Well, your description sounds almost like preparing for cross-examination, so... Right. Yeah, it kind of is that way. I, I think it lends itself to discovering the truth. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Whit Brisky of the law firm of Mauk and Baker. If you missed part of this episode or want to hear previous Lawyers for Jesus interviews, visit MaukBaker.com. You can also subscribe to our Religious Liberty newsletter and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for legal updates with a biblical perspective. Today we are speaking with Mary Reichert, about the importance of having a Christian presence in the news. Does having a Christian perspective take away from your objectivity in journalism? No, actually, and I'll tell you why. Uh, To take some other vocation other than journalism, say carpentry, for example, if you want to make sharp corners, you need an accurate measuring tool. You need a tape measure or a yardstick. If you want to make sure the curtain rod you're installing is straight, you use a, a tool called a leveler, right? Well, the Bible is the Christian journalist's measuring stick. It's by the word of God, by letting it transform our minds, that we can then apply the measuring stick of truth revealed by God to whatever someone tells us or whatever uh, we are observing in the world. Um, I'll quote um, World's Editor-in-Chief Marvin Olasky. He says we should try to stay calm by reporting sensational facts with understated prose. And every reporter at World goes through World Journalism Institute, and that's where we learn how to analyze things from a biblical worldview perspective and knowing that we don't always get it right, but we can remain humble enough to admit, admit it when we don't. Well, why is it important to have a, a Christian news presence uh, in out there in the in the world? Well, the news is really just evidence of God's providence in this world. It's not a neat and a tiny place, but there's hope in the bleakest of situations. And since God is the measure of all things, that's where we start at world. Um, the reason we need a Christian presence is because we don't. It, the rest of the media mostly isn't. So if, if we're not out there shining a, a spotlight on things from a biblical perspective, how are people ever going to find out about it? That's absolutely true. And, but what do you say to those believers who say uh, they cannot listen to the news anymore because it's all bad or because uh, it all seems so biased against Christianity? Well, I think you start with reality. Admit that there's nothing surprising about what you just said. The Bible predicts it. 
you know, prophesizes that this is how it's, it is and this is the, the fallen state of man. But my advice is to read widely, read read the secular news, but also make the effort to read and support, I might add, um, Christian journalism, because we don't have big foundations, uh, you know, benefactors like like your tax dollars behind us. We are donor-driven. And so if you believe in Christian worldview, worldview journalism and you want it out there, uh, seek it out, support it, read it. And more importantly, I would say is uh, work at the top of your intelligence. Read it and then tell people about it and be able to articulate the Christian worldview and bring that perspective to the news. Because it, uh, I think people are starving for it. I really do. Well, there are certain topics like, for example, pro-life issues uh, that aren't covered favorably by all or most of the uh, mainstream so-called neutral media. Why do you think this is? Well, I think it's useful to ask as you read, who is the protagonist in the story that I'm reading? Just to take uh, the abortion example, for mainstream outlets, who's the protagonist in an abortion story? It's always the woman. It's always the woman. It's written from her perspective, or at least her legal rights perspective. World takes the unborn child as the protagonist. So there's the difference. It, It depends on whose perspective you're taking when you write the story. Well, and, and, you know, for a person to take the perspective of the woman, or at least the woman's legal rights, at, without even considering the baby, the child, is really to deny the humanity of that child. That's right, right. And, it, it, you know, you had asked, um, you know, what, what, has the, what has the liberal mainstream media done? Uh, why are they doing that? Why are they discrediting the, discrediting the other perspective? Um, I think it's because journalists can veer into public relations instead of staying as objective as they can as a journalist. They go into public relations, for example, taking the adult over the child in the case of abortion by uh, promoting covetousness. Oh, you know, those rich people have more than I have, so let's take some from them. Or refusing to connect the dots over the sexual revolution to the disintegration of the family today by not reporting that personal behavior. Choices are often the cause of our national problems. For example, not taking care of one's own health and expecting the healthcare system to do it for us. Those are examples of, of uh, lack of wholeness in reporting. And I think that's where the biblical worldview really helps us to see the complete picture, not just a piece of it. Well, I think we have to take longer on that question. But how does your show and other Christian media help bring attention to these issues? Okay, well, that's kind of a long answer. We probably don't have time for it. But I can tell you, um, depending on the topic or the subject, if the Bible is clear on the topic, such as the sacredness of innocent life, uh, for example, I don't have to go get Planned Parenthood's opinion on an abortion story. Marvin Olasky calls that a class one story, meaning um, if the Bible is real clear on something, we can report one-sidedly on it. Coming up, we'll talk further with Mary Reichardt of World News Group about journalistic integrity and why we need more Christian journalists. I'm Whit Brisky, and this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio.
David Smith, Executive Director of the Illinois Family Institute, an independent nonprofit ministry dedicated to boldly bringing a biblical perspective to public policy. Here at IFI, our mission is to support traditional family values, defend biblical truths, and uphold Christian morals. We consider Mauk and Baker our allies in this mission, and we are proud to support them in their legal endeavors. Mauk and Baker is a law firm that upholds Christian beliefs, putting God first. If you ever find your religious liberty and rights as a person of faith under attack, you can trust the attorneys of Mauk and Baker to fight for you. Mauk and Baker has a team of Christian lawyers who seek to achieve justice and advance the gospel through their work. If you have a legal need or question and would like the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact Mauk and Baker at 312-726-1243 or visit their website at maukbaker.com. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Whit Brisky, an attorney at Mauk and Baker, a law firm based in Chicago which serves churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals with their legal needs. If you missed the first part of this show and want to listen online, go to malkbaker.com forward slash radio. Today we've been speaking with world news correspondent and co-host of The World and Everything in It, Mary Reichert, about having a Christian perspective in the news. And I asked you before the break, and I want to give you more time now, how does your show and other Christian media help bring attention to important issues like abortion uh, from, and particularly from the pr- Christian side of the, of the issue. Well, when I think uh, really it just goes back to the Bible, you know, in Ezekiel 33, that is that is where we find the Christian journalists mission, really. And and that's the, the verse that says, if you watch, if the watchman sees the sword coming on the land and blows the trumpet and warns the people, then if anyone who hears the sound of the trumpet doesn't take warning and the sword comes and takes him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. And then conversely, Ezekiel also tells us that uh, that if journalists don't do that, then the blood is on our heads. So this means that we are charged with discerning our times. And that's hard to do. But if you have an understanding of history, which, you know, Bible learners understand history unlike anybody else does, then we'll do our job. Um, we look at the things that happen, we report them, and we look for that deeper meaning. And that only comes from being immersed in Bible. All right. Well, I'm, to some degree, you and I are sort of preaching to the choir because our, our uh, media are Christian-oriented. Uh, but how would you bring this message out to the secular public, the, those who don't necessarily listen to uh, Christian media? Well, I think the thing is for Christians to work at the very top of their intelligence. And by that, I mean, don't just read uh, Christian journalism. I mean, that sounds counterintuitive since I work for a Christian publication. But you've got to understand the other side in order to understand how to talk to the other side. So um, I would say read widely be be immersed in daily scripture reading so that you're grounded in, you know, you have an anchor there to help you measure the truth, as we discussed earlier. And then uh, once you come to understand how the other side, who are sincere in their beliefs, I, I mean, I try to approach the other side of any kind of conversation. And I have people in my own family who are not Christians, who are secularists, even atheists, I would say evangelical atheists, by the way, they are so fervent about spreading their word, is that 
I would approach them with, you know, I could be wrong about some things, but this is something I've experienced in my own life. Nothing is more powerful than a personal testimony, which most Christians have that. And then uh, let the other side know that you care about them, you and listen to why they think the way they do, but make sure that you are armed with scripture and a well-read mind. That's the most important thing. Yeah, and it, it it does help, by the way, to send maybe a link to your show or to uh, to, to people, and, and maybe they would listen and see, hey, th- there's a different uh, perspective here. Uh, I want to ask you about a couple of, uh, give a couple of examples of where the Christian perspective is not being reported at all in, or very little, in the secular media. Um, well, we, we mentioned it a bit earlier with um, the abortion issue. And one thing that I've taught at at college, um, college students about it, and they're always surprised when I say there's no such thing as an unbiased report because they've been taught that's what the goal is. But word choice will give you away. For example, the, the New York Times will write about an abortion clinic, an abortion clinic. You will never read that phrase in World Magazine or hear it on the World's podcast because clinic denotes health care. Two people go into an abortion business, but only one comes out. So something happened in there, but it sure wasn't health care. So we would never use that phrase. We would say abortion facility or abortion business, but we would never say abortion clinic. So word choice reveals bias all by itself. You just you, We state ours up front, and then the listener can decide for themselves if they believe if they agree with it or not. Okay. Are there other issues that come to mind that are uh, ones where there particularly is a, a Christian perspective that needs to come out? I would say the, uh, um, the right now the the transgender movement is not being reported fairly. Uh, we have enough time passage and literature uh, to know that it, you know, there are individuals coming forward who you know years and years ago underwent um, uh, sexual reassignment surgery and they now regret it. You do not see that in mainstream media reports. It's very rare. Um, they overemphasize the, the positives of gender dysphoria and encourage children to make life-altering decisions about their bodies and put pressure on parents to go along with what children are saying they feel. That's where I think um, grave, a grave sin is happening in the mainstream media, harming children. And someday journalists are going to be held to account for that. I really believe it. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned that one because I've I've read a couple of things recently where uh, uh, important female athletes have said things like, "Well, you know, we really shouldn't have uh, men who have quote unquote transitioned into being women competing in women's sports," and we've had people in the the gay rights movement say, "You know, wait a minute, if if gender is fluid." Uh, and you can be whatever you want, then, you know, what does it mean to have to, to be gay? And so there, I think these contradictions are starting to come to the fore. And I'm almost waiting for that. Um, the emperor has new clothes moment when all of a sudden the scales will fall off and people will say, what are we talking about here? So, I, I, you know, this is something uh, that we should uh, encourage, certainly. 
Right. Martina Navratilova uh, was the latest to come out. And if anybody has sports gravitas to be speaking to any issue involving LGBT, it's her. And when she came out to say, look, I studied the issue. It isn't fair for biological males who have greater muscle mass and skeletal mass to be competing against biological females. And she got so much pushback from the LGBT community. Yeah, it's the the pressure to to conform to whatever the viewpoint is, is just uh, amazing. Uh, You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Whit Brisky of Mauk and Baker, and we're talking to Mary Reichert, a journalist and legal affairs correspondent for World News Group, about how her faith affects her work as a journalist. Truth is, is really essential in reporting. What is your process for crafting a truthful message? Well, we go through at World, um, what's called World Journalism Institute, taught by Marvin and Susan Olasky. And he, he's devised a, a, quite an a, um, extensive way to measure the, the, any story against the biblical truth. And he, he calls it um, a rapids. It, he uses the analogy of, of uh, whitewater rapids when you're, when you're going down a river paddling and just how quickly those waters uh, are flowing. So uh, that's a more complicated way of saying uh, a class one story is something that the Bible is very clear on. Abortion is wrong. Murder is wrong. So that's a class one story. We can report straight up in, from a, a pro-child, pro-preborn human point of view. We don't have to go get everybody else's opinion about the story. Now, uh, as you go through the rapids, it's one through six. Um, a, a level six story would be there's no clear Bible position on it. There's no history to rely upon. There's not much to mark the path. For example, uh foreign trade agreements. There's there's just not a lot in the Bible to tell us whether a specific foreign trade agreement is good or bad. So then we have to call upon our experts and, and uh, you know, discerning thinkers to decide how to report that story. And we would be more likely to get several different opinions. But it's never right to say, um, if, if I'm on, if I'm reporting on a story, I'm going to go get this person's view, and then I'm going to go get the opposite person's view, and then say somehow that's objective. That's not necessarily the case. You can have people on opposite sides, and they are still both materialists, for example, and they don't have a godly view of anything. So that's not necessarily an objective way to report. So um, we don't. I don't think we have time to go through all six classes, but we do put a lot of thought into trying to craft a truthful message as measured by the Bible. All right. Well, this sounds... Uh uh, like a very interesting process that would get to the truth. And as you were talking before, there's the whole idea of cross-examination. What are the biases of the people that you're uh, talking with? Uh, but uh, uh, Mary, uh, thanks for talking with us today. And uh, can you tell us a little bit more about, uh, about your um, podcast and where we can find it? Absolutely. I'd love to. Um, the, the website is world and everything, all one word, worldandeverything.org. Um, and we are a 30-minute 30, 30 daily news magazine, and we feature the day's news around the world, as well as commentators such as uh, um, Marvin Olasky comes on. He's the editor-in-chief of World Magazine. We'll have Cal Thomas rep- uh, commenting on things. And then we have, uh, we have our very popular senior writers from the magazine who do commentary as well. So uh, sto- feature stories, anything from families raising children with different disabilities or challenges, 
challenges to um, and recently we had a story about a man who has spent most of his life restoring old organs in churches that are being torn down. So whatever, whatever, there's going to be something you'll you'll love in it. I guarantee. Thank you, Mary. If you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Malkin Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or at malkbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Visit our website and subscribe to our Religious Liberty newsletter with legal updates or call us and mention Lawyers for Jesus Radio for a free consultation. Thanks for listening. I'm Whit Brisky, attorney at Malk and Baker. This is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. Gonna have to serve somebody. Yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody. 